Hey guys, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I'm Rachel. And I'm Melissa. And we are sisters. That's right. Um, So we were just (laughs) talking about our watches. If you're on YouTube, you can see me pointing. Melissa forgot to put her watch on, like your smartwatch. No watch. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, I keep forgetting to put it on because then I'm not tracking my steps. And what did you say? I said, and if it's not tracked, it didn't happen. That's right. (laughs) So it doesn't matter if I walked five miles today. If it didn't track it, I feel like it didn't happen. (laughs) And what is it with us? Is it like, are all women this way where it's like, if you can't see proof of it, it didn't happen? Because I feel the same way. Even though, well, and I feel like the proof should be that my legs are sore from walking for five miles. (laughs) Like, I feel like that should be enough. Well, and on top of it, if I just like go for a sauntering walk with my family, it's like, if I didn't hit start, I'm like... Yeah. Like I didn't even go for a walk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so true. And so what's you- weird about me forgetting to put my w- watch on the last like two weeks is I have been wearing a watch for two years. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly for two weeks in a row, I get did halfway you- through the day. I'm like, where did you, I did nothing to fall out of your head. It did apparently because I charge <laughs> it right next to my phone. So when I get my phone in the morning, you think I would just put my watch on, but I don't. So I've watched or are you like in the, the two of week. us? Or are you like the other person in the world? The one person, the normal one. (laughs) I think, I think we're normal. I think that it's normal to feel this way. I just think it's dumb. It's a dumb normal. Yeah. So are you team dumb normal? You're like Melissa and Rachel. And if there's not proof, it didn't happen. Or are you like, that's dumb. And I can get on with my life. Yes. (laughs) Oh man. To be that way. (laughs) Okay. So today we have kind of a interesting topic. We are going to talk about when you feel yourself being weird and I'm not talking about like, oh, you weirdo I'm talking about like, you're just like being normal with a friend or a family member or your husband. And all of a sudden something happens and you feel a switch and you're just like, oh, I'm not shut normal. down. Something happened here. Like maybe I'm triggered by something. Maybe someone said something kind of makes you feel like sucker punched in the gut, like that weird stomach feeling. And all of a sudden you're just weird. Everything feels weird. And if you're anything like my daughter who I adore, she's amazing. But with the minute that switch flips, you can see it on your face. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And I've gotten better at like, quote unquote, masking mine and I'll explain, I'll explain why. But I mean, I was just like, I love for years. Like it was like clear Mm -hmm. as day what has happened. And so what we're going to talk about today is like, what do you do when that happened? Like, what's our responsibility? Mm -hmm. You know, like how can we be, um, proactive in our relationships when we're in this season. And sometimes for me, it's like a moment. Sometimes it's a season where I'm like, every time I see this one person, I'm weird and I'm not myself or we're not ourselves. And it's, it's can be prolonged. And I actually had that happen with a friend recently for like six months. And like, she knew I was weird and I knew I was weird, but we weren't talking about it because she wasn't sure if I yet knew that I was being weird. And she felt like from the Holy spirit that she wasn't supposed to ask me because I needed to figure some things out. I knew I was being weird and I didn't want her to ask me because I had not figured anything out yet. (laughs) So that was a beautiful example of kind of the things we're going to talk about today. Like what's their responsibility? What's our responsibility? What were you going to say, miss? Well, I want, before you go any further, I want to ask you, do you think that this is a, like, do you think most people especially women, do you think most women struggle with this to some extent, or is it a certain person? I feel like most women struggle with this to some extent, Mm -hmm. minus maybe a very small personality type. That's so chill that they don't flip 
back and forth at all, but mm-hmm. I think, th- I just think this is probably really normal. Don't you think? I think it's really normal. I think some personalities. Okay. So our mom always talks about the white dog and black dog. She uses that <laughs> yes. as an example. I think some personalities and I'll explain the analogy. Uh, some personalities are just the black dog. So it's yeah. not as obvious to the rest of us. Okay. So here's the analogy. The white dog gets dirty, right? They go outside, they get dirty and you can see it. It's like a white rug. You can see it. Black dog goes outside, gets just as dirty. Yeah. You can see it all. Black dog goes outside, gets just as dirty, but you can't see it. And so my mom always says there are people who are like black dogs where all their garbage is on the inside. They just don't show it as much. Mm -hmm. And we actually have a sister-in-law like that, who, if she doesn't tell us like, Hey, I really struggle in this area. We wouldn't know her. Like, I will never forget when she told us how prideful she was like over a decade ago, we were like, what you, and so then she felt convicted of that. She needed to start telling people. Yeah. I was really prideful (laughs) in that area because she knew we couldn't see it. And so it was kind of like her confession mode. I am very much a white dog. Everyone can see what's going on with me. And so that's why I have to work to quote unquote mask things sometimes when I know Mm -hmm. the issue is me. And I'm like, I don't want to make this person feel bad because I'm having an internal Mm -hmm. issue. And so I'll mask it for their sake, but I take it, I take it to Jesus and the Holy spirit. And you put on your black dog shawl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a prayer shawl, but it's made out of black dog. (laughs) Black dog hair. Oh my gosh. Gross. A shawl. You can't see all my crap because I'm wearing my shawl. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm learning like as I grow and I age that it's sometimes necessary for those around me to mask for a period, but, but I have, I mean, I have a job to do. Like I, when I get weird, I have, we all have a job to do, whether you're the black dog or the white dog, no matter what's showing when we feel ourselves getting weird, when we feel ourselves getting triggered, I have a responsibility. If it's me, I have a responsibility. If it's Melissa, she has a responsibility. However, we've just learned a lot of things along the way that also help in relationships. And one of the biggest things we've learned is if you're close enough to someone, or honestly, like, even if you're not, I think this can be a game changer in a relationship is let's say, excuse me, let's say you're on your way to a family gathering or a party. And you're like, I just had this really weird thing happen. Maybe I got in a fight with my husband. Maybe I got like a text that just didn't sit well with me. And you know, someone in that crowd or whatever is going to see it. They're going to sense it. And you're like, I don't really want to talk about it at the party or whatever. Just text that person and be like, Hey, I know I'm going to be weird. I had this thing happen. I don't want to talk about it right now. I know you're probably going to know I'm not myself. I just want you to know. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and like, maybe Rachel, you follow up. Have you ever done that before? Have you ever texted people saying I'm on my way? I'm going to be weird. I don't want to talk about it. Cause yes. I have a lot. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, so that's why I'm using like a, it as an example. Kind of a good example. This is, a, I'm like, and I think that's something we do all the time. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like <clears throat> telling people this is like super helpful. And I'm saying, I think this is a yes. game changer in relationships. So, yeah. and sometimes you do want to talk about it for like five minutes and then you're like, I, I'm, I'll yeah. talk to you for five minutes and I got to shut it down. Cause I don't want to be like an emotional yeah. mess or whatever. But, um, but one of the things that I love our mom always, and in fact, she got it from her grandpa, um, would recite the verse Jeremiah 17, nine, the heart is deceitful above all things who can understand it. And my mom always just paraphr- our mom always paraphrase it. The heart deceives itself. And so sometimes I think when we're in relationships, a lot of times when we get this like weird thing, I think a lot of times we don't ask ourselves, Hey, what's going on inside of me? Like yeah. what's wrong in my heart. That's responding. I think sometimes I know I've done this. You kind of put it on the other person. Like they made me feel weird. Yes. It's really easy when something feels off to assume 
or put blame on the other person for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I'm learning as I age that like my triggers are my responsibility and, and I can't put it like, Oh, you triggered me. It's like, well, okay. Triggers are something that evidence that we have some healing or work that needs to be done inwardly. And I know, and Melissa, I know you've done this too. There's times when let's say, uh, okay, Melissa and I, we talked last episode. If you didn't hear it, we, we talked about a massive issue we had in our relationship and how it took kind of years to overcome it. But Melissa came to me and said, Hey, there's this thing that you've said on repeat our whole relationship. I need you to stop saying it. It's Mm -hmm. really hurtful. And I'm working really hard on trusting that we're moving forward, but I just can't, I can't do it anymore. And it was because she was working through, we were working through it, that she knew that was no longer like a healthy thing. And I stopped saying it. And I've done that to other people. Like, yeah, it's not their responsibility that I have a trigger that needs to be worked through, but maybe they could help me along in the process. If there's like something halfway. Yeah, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. But I think it's so important to every single time we feel weird or triggered, just go to Jesus. Okay, Lord what's going on in my heart? Like search me, O Lord, and tell me what's going on inside of me. Like, you know, me better than I know myself. I love in Psalm 139, it says, Lord, you know what I'm going to say, even before the words leave my mouth, which Lord have mercy. Like if he has to know all the things that are about to come out of my mouth, I'm so sorry, Jesus. (laughs) You're all around me in front of me and behind me. I feel your hand on my shoulder. I'm amazed at what, you know, it's too much for me to understand. Your spirit is everywhere I go. I cannot escape your presence. And it's like, God knows our hearts. Like we just know we're being weird and we don't know where it came from, mm-hmm. but he knows So, like who better to ask than him to search us and, and figure out what's going on inside of our hearts. And sometimes it's a simple fix. Sometimes it's a massive conviction and mm-hmm. we're not going to know unless we ask the question. Yeah. And I just, I think that, um, sometimes the first step in when we act like this, I think it's easy to, when we shut down, when we have that flip switch trigger. I can never say that the switch oh, flip. You did that. Well, so normal people <laughs> might edit these weird things out. We're just like, Oh yeah, this is just what makes us us. <laughs> Welcome to our when podcast changes inside of us. It makes us crazy and awkward and weird to be around. When the switch I think flips. <laughs> yes. That's it. Twister. When the switch that's right. It is a tongue twister because I want to say the flip switches. Yes. I, I know. It's like, move on, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that I think it's really easy to, um, I'm trying, I just lost my train of thought with all that weirdness in my head. Um, it's really easy to not even acknowledge that we're the one being weird. Like, I think it's easy, not only like before we even could get to the point of blaming the other person, like, what did they do to make me feel this way? I think it's really easy to like, for whatever reasons, get all prideful about it and be like, I'm not, I'm not being weird. Like I'm totally fine. Like, Oh yeah completely normal. And now maybe and everyone happens. around you is like, huh, no, you're not. You've totally changed the whole dynamic of the room by yeah. whatever's happening on your face right now. <laughs> we both know. Cause we've been it. We've done it. We're really Bill always tells Bill always says everybody knows when you're angry at me from across the room, because it's all over your face. And I'm like, he's I not wrong. It. He's not wrong. <laughs> well, so hard. <laughs> well, so in our relationship, Melissa and I, we have just started saying like, what's going on? Your face is being weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why is your face looking at me like that? What's happening here? And, and sometimes like I have asked friends like, Hey, you just got weird. Are you okay? And they mm-hmm. have said to me, I didn't know I wasn't okay until you said, yeah, are you okay? And they're like, but I, 
suddenly was like, oh, I need to like search my heart and like, okay, Laura, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, I guess I wasn't. I was thinking about this thing and I didn't even realize it. It just registered on my face, even though I didn't even know I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, I mean, we can be a personality where we're just not quite as in tune, but right. like Melissa and I, we have the gift of discernment. Like we can see and we can sense, like we can see in the spiritual realm things. I mean, Melissa, even more than me, but things that like people don't even always know what's going on inside of them. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, anyway, but I, I know what you were saying about sometimes pride gets in the way and we're not even willing to say, yeah, I'm I mean, being weird. Something's totally wrong. Yeah. And you don't have and- to know the answer. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm being weird. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Like, yeah, I'll figure it out later. Like I, I tell my kids all the time, and this obviously goes with a whole plethora of behaviors, but I'm like, it, you're not going to get it right all the time. Like you're going to mess up. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to need to right. apologize for things. But the first step is even just saying, oh, I did that. I, sh- I could have done that better or that you right. know, like, the more we hold on to, I did nothing wrong, or I'm not the one in the wrong, or I'm not the one being weird the weirder it gets, right. <laughs> the more awkward it gets. And it's it true. Go anywhere again. It's true. Mm-hmm. And that being said, if you are in a season, like I talked about for like months where I was weird in this one friendship and I was trying to sort it out with Jesus and in prayer, um, you know, for this friend on the other side, I just really admire that she went to the Holy spirit and said, my friend's being weird. You know, she went to Jesus, my friend's being weird. I need the Holy spirit to direct me. When am I supposed to ask her about it? When am I not? When am I supposed to open my mouth and when am I not? Because just because you sense someone's being weird doesn't mean that we're supposed to be involved, you know? And -hmm. sometimes we just, the other person has things behind the scenes that they're trying to figure out. And I knew if I opened my mouth and started talking to my friend, about I was going to hurt her because I had garbage going on inside me and I had to sort it out. Like what was valid and what was completely invalid. And, and we've talked about it since we've gone through kind of like all of our feelings, hers and mine. And there were things we both had to apologize for, but I just was so thankful she didn't press me and that she listened to the Holy spirit on her side. And, uh-huh. you know, I, and I'm learning to do that more when I sense, cause I have this gift where I can sense when people aren't okay. And honestly, yeah. I have just really spent the last almost 40 years of my life, assuming that means I should say something. And now I'm mm-hmm. kind of dialing back and going literally within the last month asking Jesus, like, okay, uh, I need to ask you before I ask them. Cause yeah. I, just because you've given me a sense doesn't mean I'm supposed to say something. In fact, it probably means first and foremost, I'm just supposed to pray. But if I'm supposed to say something, I need to wait for you to tell me that. And I think I've barreled ahead many, many times when it wasn't my business. Um, obviously that's a little bit, it's not quite off topic, but I kind of went down a little tangent there, but no, I agree, I agree with that. I think that being, cause I was going to say, cause there's an, a flip side to this is that if you have someone in your life who is going through a season or tends to be a little reactive with, with things. You're not really sure what's going on. Like you think yeah. you're just hanging out, having a good time and suddenly they're off or they're quiet or they're yeah. Um, we can be really good friends in that and take care of them in a way that what you just said, spend some time asking God, is this something I should talk to them about or not? Because maybe it's not even about you as the person, like maybe mm-hmm. they'll end up telling you, but like you said, you weren't ready for your friend to ask you what was going on. Cause you would have ended up saying things you didn't mean because you were still trying to process what in the world right. were you actually feeling and thinking. Right. And so if we get ahead of the game, we could put people in a place where, yeah, they're it, yeah. It just, there's timing matters and being sensitive to the Holy spirit timing is so huge and it can mm-hmm. apply to, I mean, it's just such a, and I just love that he even cares about 
us and our friends and our relationships enough to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the go ahead or the not go ahead to say something about this small little subject. You know, I, I just, think yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. And I'm like, how did it take me so long to figure that out? That I have this gift that God's given me, but that like, I maybe run ahead with it in ways that he didn't intend. And I know that I've hurt people in that and definitely made things harder than they need to be at times. And it's been a great, I mean, it's been a beautiful gift to be able to like discern what's going on with someone without really having, I mean, it it really is, but it also can be burdensome too. When you feel that someone's not okay and you're like, but they say they're fine. And I don't think it's pride. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to do with this, you know, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know how many people. Well, that's the other thing is if you're on the side of being the friend of, or, you know, the, the relationship, you're not the one who's struggling. If someone says, no, I'm okay right now. And you know, they're not, you just have to continue to treat them like they're okay. Cause yeah. they clearly are working through something. So right. You have to trust that they're ready. They'll be right. honest or they'll work through it on their own. And so, and every time it feels uncomfortable, just pray, mm-hmm. just pray for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they need it. Mm-hmm. Obviously if they're working through something and I know that's what I needed right. from this friend in this season, I just needed her to keep praying for me. And God revealed yeah. some really beautiful things to her that I never told her that she was able to yeah. specifically pray for me about this. Like, oh my gosh, that I needed that. Like I needed her to be praying I know. some of these things, but I didn't tell her I needed her to be praying them. And it was just mm-hmm. really cool. So, yeah. yeah, because she was, she went to, to Jesus and was like, tell me how to be a good friend to Rachel. And then he revealed things to her. And exactly. Exactly. So on the topic of faces, we were talking about that a little bit before. I want to touch on that too, because <laughs> Melissa and I are incredibly like expressive and we get it from our mother. She, she too regularly says, oh, I could never be royalty because I could never control my face. <laughs> we're like, yes, that and many other reasons. <laughs> Out of all the reasons, that's the one that you think is the reason. <laughs> I, think, I think she just looks at the pictures of them and they're so stoic and like prim and proper. And they she's are because like, they have to be. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we definitely got that from our moms. And so you know, mm-hmm. people like this about us because they can always tell, you know, like if we're, we laugh hysterically and, you know, and we're, can be weird and funny, whatever, but our faces can get us into trouble. Not, not yeah. just with like other people but with each other for sure. And our spouses and things. And Melissa and I have learned that. Okay. So I used to be incredibly reactive. Let me back up a little bit. I used to be incredibly, I reacted to everything all the time in all the wrong ways. Like whatever I felt, I just reacted to it. So that's where becoming a little bit of a wearing a black dog shawl has been good for me. <laughs> maybe, yes. maybe don't react in the moment, like figure your crap out and then, and then have a conversation. Yes. So, but Melissa, like she would make a face at me. Let, let me give you an example. When Melissa's confused, which Melissa gets confused. <laughs> I wish you could see her face. Please watch you do. She gets confused a lot. <laughs> Sometimes. Only sometimes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and when she's confused, she looks like irritated. Like, what? Why are you saying that? But she's literally just thinking, what? Why don't I understand? But she, I like go into my brain and I like look around. Like literally <laughs> I find myself like looking and, Searching. and, I, and I, and I look crabby. Is the information <laughs> in this like you're dumb. Is it in this drawer? Where did I put this information? When did I get this? That's what I'm doing. I'm looking through my, my. So she, looks, she looks annoyed or crabby or mad or whatever. And I used to react to that. And I'd be like, and then of course that doesn't make anything better. My sweet, innocent, confused, searching her brain <laughs> sister. <laughs> I'm reacting to what I'm seeing. And so we had, what was this like five years ago? We had this conversation and she was horrified. She's like, what? 
does everyone feel this way? I'm like, ah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows we can see it all over your face. Like you look so irritated. She's like, but it's just my face. (laughs) I was like, I know, I know. But one thing she's learned is that when we're having maybe, um, um, make a more heated discussion or we're not quite seeing eye to eye, not necessarily a fight, just like a, it's not going super smooth. She will pause and go, I don't know what my face is showing you, but I'm just confused right now. And she'll tell me, you know, based on this information that I've shared with her, or I will pause and go, I'm choosing to believe you're not really mad at me right now, unless you are, you're going to have to tell me. Cause that's what your face says to me, it, but it helps mm-hmm. and she's laughing, mm-hmm. but it helps it immensely. Does. Oh my gosh. My face has gotten me in so much trouble over the years. And I have learned to gauge from the other person. Like maybe I'm coming across different than I mean, based on their face. <laughs> so based like, on their facial expressions yes your face says I offended you but I was like (laughs) speaking very genuinely and earnestly so so I'm thinking it came out differently than I intended and I'm I have I mean I started in college because I would watch these videos my friends and I were always videotaping everything with literal videotapes and I started watching and I was like oh I don't camcorders camcorders I don't sound on tape the way I sound in my head Mm -hmm. and I didn't want that anymore and or I would hear myself in my early, you know, in my early parenting years yelling at my kids. I'm like, whoa, that's not how I heard that. And so I have just really relied on people's responses to me to go, maybe this isn't coming out. And that's, you have to have humility, right. To, to stop and go. I mean, and certainly that's been a massive area of growth for me because my pride used to just be like, it's on you. If you heard it differently, like I know how it came out of my head. Like that was my overreactiveness and Oh, for sure. It's so important to, so our parents taught us about, um, when we were growing up, they taught us, it's not all about what you say. It's how you say it. Yeah. And I know that that can drive my husband crazy sometimes. Cause he's like, I just want to say it the way I want to say it. I don't want to think about how I say it. And I'm like, but there's, you put, you know, like when you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable, it changes the whole meaning and sound of what you're listening to. What is that from? And- I love that line. I don't even from? remember, but it's like one of it's a stupid movie. Dumb right? and no, it's not. I don't know, but it's you one put of the wrong lines. emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody please and, message us and tell us what it yeah. is. I also wonder if is it is it from the office, but I don't think so. I don't no. know what it's from. But it's I don't either. Line. But it's old. It's it old is saying. old. And so, but in it, it's and it's true. When you change, when you put different emphasis on how you say things, mm-hmm. it changes the way it comes across. And um I keep sidetracking myself with things like flip the switch. Where was I going with this? Um, well, we were just talking about, um, oh gosh. <laughs> Welcome Who's- to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We have 13 children, people, 13 children. We have mom brain to <laughs> the max. This is why I feel confused a lot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just move on from that. Maybe they'll come back. It does matter no, how you say I'm it. sure it was great. We were, t- I'm sure it was great. <laughs> I was saying I have learned to gauge. Maybe I said things different than I meant. It's coming across yes. different than I intended based on people's mm-hmm. responses. And what I'm saying, it will not be bad. It's maybe how I'm saying it. Maybe it's harsher than I intended or like more stern or yeah. whatever. And you're talking about, yeah, like it's not exactly what you say, yeah, I, it's how you say it. Yes, exactly. Because my, my kids will say that they'll be like, well, I just said X, Y, or Z. I'm like, right. But you said it like this. And then I'll repeat right. it to them. They're like, oh, if they're in a good place, they'll be like, yeah, that doesn't sound nice. Sometimes right. like, I think that sounds just fine. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. That's so annoying when kids do that. 
I'm like, oh, okay, Mr. Prideful. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Brighton, my he's almost 14. He wears glasses and he is constantly, was constantly going, where are my glasses? People go, where are my glasses? <laughs> you stupid people, where did you put my glasses? Thank you. And I was like, you make everyone around you feel stupid. Like we're responsible for your glasses. And I just, <laughs> this was maybe like six months ago. And I say, hey buddy, it would really mean a lot to the whole family. If you could say, has anybody seen my glasses? <laughs> And he, it took him a few times. I mean, probably more than a few, but now he walks around. Has anyone seen my glasses? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it changes everything. It's so amazing. Yeah. Or our mom. Just a little. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? (laughs) We're like, well, we don't know because we didn't take it. Because we don't use it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then it's inevitably in her lap. Our mom is always panicking, panicking because she'll lose her phone. And it comes and she is very, where's the phone? Where's my phone? (laughs) Oh, it's right here. Rachel said. And also you just had it in your hand. So it probably didn't go very far. <laughs> also, I didn't take it from you. No, I got you, my mother. Phone. Oh, also the day we're recording. This is our mom's birthday. Yes, it is October 14th. Happy yep, birthday, already, Barbara Ann. We've you. said it to her, but for when she mm-hmm. reads or watches, listens to this, oh, sorry, you can watch it on YouTube, but listens to it. There's no reading involved. <laughs> and if you guys don't know our mom, she is literally the most incredible person yeah. in the world. We laugh about Uh her because she's hilarious but it is all meant with love and respect and we laugh with her a ton she literally shows up in a room and an energy comes with her that I can't describe like um so yeah it is a good day that God made her on October 14th that's right he is a gift (laughs) okay that's true so we're running out of time here so I have a little affirmation and a challenge for everyone so affirmation is when we feel ourselves being weird we feel ourselves being triggered we can ask ourselves, or sorry, we can ask the Holy Spirit to direct our thoughts and actions. Ask God to search our heart. You know, okay, Lord, what's going on with me? I'm trusting mm-hmm. you to reveal it to me. But my challenge for you is when you feel yourself being weird or triggered, just call it like it is. Just say it. Yeah. You know what? I'm sorry. I just got really weird. That's not mm-hmm. you. It's me. I'm not really sure. And telling people, like, honest to goodness, it saves a lot of heartache in relationships mm-hmm. because. When people can see it and feel it, they leave feeling like, what did I do or insecure? And then they have to wrestle through, do I talk to them? Like, or if they're a person who never enters conflict, then they just sit and hold on to it. And if you never tell them, Hey, that was that thing that happened like a week ago, that was not about you. They're just going to sit and feel that. And so just sharing with people, you know, you don't have to tell them what's going on. You don't have to say, Hey, you said something that made me feel stupid, even though I know it was about me. And like, you know, it was my own thing, but whatever. It doesn't have to hurt the other person. You don't have to say it because it maybe has nothing to do with them. It was just something they said that made you triggered or an insecurity came out and sharing with people just where we're at, like in advance or like in the moment or even afterwards, that's my challenge to you is just call it like it is. Well, and especially no one's going to be like, Oh, how dare you that you just acted weird. They're going to be like, Oh, and they're going to be soft and gentle. Right. Like, thank you for telling me that. Like, yes. That makes sense. Like it's never going to do anything, but better things for exactly. that relationship. And so, yes, I agree. That's what I'm saying. It's a game changer. So, all right. Well, yes. we kind of went all over the place with that one. So yeah. hopefully there's good You're stuff welcome. in there for people. <laughs> You're welcome. I was like, I I'm sorry. Kind of like- <laughs> Most is like, I, you are sarcastic. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're welcome (laughs) all right you guys thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time hopefully you'll come back (laughs) that's what i meant (laughs) bye guys bye guys